The object of Taxi Chronicles to tell our real riders with real stories, share their experience, and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have a lovely lady all the way from South London, and she's a teacher and she's helped her family and she's helped many other people around the world and she's growing her business in virtual teaching so along with the metaverse and many other things that we have today let's hear her story nice to have you here today Dorothy thank you Simon okay that's good so Dorothy tell us how long you've been a teacher why did you get into it what motivates you 22 years mm, I've been... been a teacher for 22 years what motivated me was having my own child and helping her to form her letters. That's how it actually started. And she was mimicking what I was doing. I can't remember what it was, but she was mimicking. And I thought, why don't I just teach her to write? And that's how it started. But I didn't think of it being a teacher at that point. For me, it was just helping my child. And later in the years, I became really good at IT and I was helping out run the media for church but then someone spotted my maths ability and that was my manager and she said you know you're better at math than you are IT not that you're good not good at IT but you're really good at IT but I think you, know, you could stretch yourself and become a math teacher and I said no way I had accounts behind me though I had an accounts background where I worked as an accounts officer for the borough and then I went on to do private accounts but I thought no 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 that's different teaching maths and doing accounts is totally different it is figures but it's totally different but she saw something in me that I didn't see and but that, I stepped out scared and that's where the story begins and that's where the story begins for teaching maths Okay. Yeah. So now it's your own business, is that correct? I have now, what had happened, something happened in the workplace and I decided, not decided, I thought, no, I'm not going to go back into the workplace. And I was sought after to other students, parents, friends, their children. And it was getting too much. It was like, oh, another one, another one. I thought, no, I can't do this. But I thought, well, I've got the time on my hands. And that's when I started, I thought, hmm why don't I just set up my own business? I sat down with an advisor in Barclays Bank and it's history. Okay, that's good. What's the business called? II Education. I Education. II. II. Inspiring okay. and Integrated. Education. Education. Are you on social media? I've taken it off for a moment because I'm reconstructing the website. Okay, and yeah. you're not in it? That, that goes for Instagram and Facebook, you're not on there yet? I've taken them off okay, because so I'm everything's revamping, off. yes. Okay, that's yeah. good. But it's been word of mouth, Which so usually I is work on referral. Yeah, that's usually yeah. the best way anyway because word of mouth speaks measure yes. about your quality of what you do. So the whole journey of from starting the business to where you are now, what have you learned that you wish you knew when you had started? Wow, I think the marketing, not that I needed to do the marketing at the time, because as I said, I lived on referrals, but I wasn't expanding enough. I wasn't challenging myself enough. And I wish if I'd gone a 
haven't done a bit more marketing what is out there other than Joe blogs that I know Joe blogs friends that I know I should have developed a lot more outside of my community but to be honest when I started the business I wanted to help my area that's how I started there were parents that could not afford the fee that was current and I reduced it to help my community get them on the ladder get them going and that's how I started the business so I think marketing being outside but I suppose you have to start at home first as they say before you move out was the document process like dealing with the bank and everything how was that for you do you know that was brilliant because my advisor at Barclays was on hand all the way and not only that but Ixion don't know if you've heard of Ixion no they're like their training advisor the training company what they did was took me from start to finish how to open the business why do you want to open the business the pitfalls of business and the financial side of business what do you need to set up a business dependent obviously depending on what you're setting out so they took me through a two four week course and that was ace plus my business advisor was that all right? See, on like a charity advisory company or government aided, or are they just a business that you have to pay in? No, it's government funded, so they would claim grants from the government to because I stopped working. One of the things that they do is to encourage people who are not working to do you would you like to open your business? What were you doing before? And because I had education experience. And I wasn't ready to go back into, well, I couldn't go back into the establishment. The idea was to set up my own business that I could work at my own pace. And in doing so, Ixion came on board and I was introduced to them by the job centre, which is not job centre anymore, I forgot what they call them. Virtual credit thing, please, I don't know. Yeah, because I wasn't associating myself, I didn't use the sign on, so all that was just new to me. But I didn't really sign on. I was just being supported whilst I was getting better. I yeah. was very ill. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. Ixion is grant funded by the government. To a young person who's coming into teaching. Yes. What would be your advice to them about dealing with young people? Well, I think first of all is why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? You go into education. That is very important because people skills is number one. So a young person going into education, I would tick all the boxes for you and say, yeah, go for it, but you need to know why you want to do it. Know um, your why is what they Yeah, do. why? Why do you want to do it? Is it the money? If it's the money, forget it, because the pressure is great. What I'd say to a young person is to get experience. Volunteer in a school. Do I like this? Volunteer in a primary school, volunteer in a secondary school, volunteer in your own school. Well, see the other side of the coin as you see yourself as a student, but then what are you like as a support worker? Volunteer and see how whether you'd like it or not, but don't just go straight into it. And that's what I would say to a lot of young people. Before you even go into the career, before you even study, volunteer. What was your why? My why was 
I saw the other side of the coin. I saw the end results. I saw the smile. I saw the I can from I can't do this. And that started to grip me. That's what it was. It was helping people from one part of their journey to the other. But I didn't use the word journey. It was just watching them move out of that uncomfortable zone that they were in. Maths, I hate maths, I can't do this. And I said, there's no, I can't. We have to start somewhere. And when I started to see the journeys, I thought, you know what, yeah, definitely we'll go into this. And that was me, seeing people move from one place, one part of their journey to the other. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. You teach people virtually now? Part-time, yes, because of the pandemic. Okay. But I used to do face-to-face. How was the transition from face-to-face to, face to um, virtually? Wow. As a business, it was challenging because it was a sudden thing. As you know, the pandemic was sudden. So we had to up from traveling, going to people's homes. I used to run a Saturday club on a Saturday at a Salvation Army establishment. Then we had to pack up. So I had all this equipment where you need to be, the primary students need hands-on. They need tactile information, tactile resources. And suddenly I'm having to think on the spot in my head. So where do we go? So the first place I went was through WhatsApp. But WhatsApp would only allow you up to three people on a conference call. That wasn't working. So I split the group with, I had a trainee I called her an apprenticeship, apprentice. She was one of my students who she did extremely well. And I had her as an apprentice who I paid. So we split the group and I was jumping in and out of the WhatsApp groups. But that wasn't working, it wasn't, it wasn't professional. But this is what people were doing. They were just finding from one media, one platform to another platform till it worked. And then we went on to Google and we tried Google Meets. It still wasn't working. And then we went on to Zoom. Like everyone else, we went on to Zoom and we got this 40 minutes free time. You could pay £14.39. Well, at the time, when you're just moving out of a small business and you're oh, thrown yeah, into that. this, yeah, yeah. it's another cost that you have to think about. Fair enough. And if you're teaching every day, each week, every day, you're doing three sessions, that's a lot of money. That's, no, that's for the month. At the time, it wasn't there. Information wasn't really there. We knew oh, you did, everyone you knew. Aware. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see. Because everyone just spout. We all spoke about the forty minutes because we were teachers talk to teachers and mm. tutors talk to tutors. So we had this forty minutes. We were making do with the forty minutes and then say, just hold on. So we would restart two minutes, and that's what we were doing. And I hated it. And then eventually, I just paid. Yeah, and then are you happy you paid? I'm happy I paid, and it's good. So I've been paying for Zoom for about three, four years now. How long I is... Wish I, knew, I wish I knew a pandemic was coming out of bought sheds. Right, well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How long is it? It's 2020, that's when I went full. It only took me about a couple of weeks before I hit the paying full. I'm with you. Everyone was using the 40 minutes of that. But then the funny thing is Zoom increased it to 50 minutes. They realised that, you know, people needed to use Zoom and they were giving you that extra yeah. and then they stopped it. My parents were very happy that they, at least we could do that 50 minutes to 40 minutes. 
so I just had to reschedule the payment. That was very, it was an interesting time. <laughs> What's been the biggest hurdle? Payments. The biggest hurdle when you are teaching friends, children. Sometimes familiarity is not a good thing. Like, I'll give I'll give you the payment. I'll pay next week. I'll pay in two days' time. That's the finance what was the biggest challenge. But it's not an issue for me now. Well you just have the policy you pay for what you There's want. a policy. There's yeah, everybody a policy. pays. Yep, everyone pays at a set time of the month and it all goes through. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And this it is trial and error because I started off with weekly payments. And if it's not paid, you know, weekly payments can go through to can go on to three weeks late and that's not good. So it was trial and error and then I decided no. Let's do it once a month. During the summer holiday, everyone's got still two months to sort out September. But yeah, and I'm quite set up now. How has the business grown over the time? Wow, I have a waiting list. Or of a month or two months? Sorry? Of a month or two months? What, a waiting list? Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't work like that. Oh, people have sat on the waiting list. Although I've said, what happens when someone comes on board, they don't, they don't leave. I've got a year 11 who I've had from year four. So in layman's terms, for the people who don't understand that, what age group is that? I'm sorry. Year four is age nine, around mm -hmm. age nine. Yeah, year three is year, is age seven going into eight. Yes, so nine, age nine. But I teach from age seven which is year two mm -hmm. okay. right into GCSE it's been an interesting journey for you absolutely but it's been good what does the future hold for you expanding I'll be expanding this summer putting on more subjects so science is a definite there's a demand for science especially in the key stage three which is age 14, say 13, 14, yeah, going up. There's a massive demand for science and English. I tend to get them from about year nine, which is again 14 ish, that age group. What countries are you serving? At the moment, it's just the UK. Okay. Yeah. So I met a lady, a couple of ladies who do that virtual teaching and they have Russian clients, the children. Chinese children, and as long as the pupil likes you, you're, it's consistent, it's ongoing, ongoing. Yes, it is. That's it. Right. And that's where I'm going, I'm going out, I'm going to international, come this year. Yeah. That's good. Are you employing people? That's the other thing, I had science on board, but it wasn't consistent, so as soon as a year 11 leaves, it's as if it's not needed until it's asked for again. But I will be setting up to be, it will be in place and also outside of the UK. It's going to be expanded this year. Okay, I've had people very interested to come on board. I don't teach English and I've had a lot of people asking me, could I teach on your platform? Oh, is it? Yeah, so I've got teachers for English already. Oh, you may tie them into a tight contract. 
Excuse me. Tie them into a tight contract. Yes, you'd have to. So they can't, you know, can't internal just sabotage, out. just, you know, build up things and then run off. Yes. All these kind of things. Yeah, but that's all positive, though. It's very positive. Very, very positive. Yes. Okay, that's good. What kind of person were you when you were in school? Quiet. Yeah. You never got in trouble? No. I was to get in trouble. You come from a big family? Big family, seven of us. <laughs> okay, that's good, that's yeah, good. Seven and of I us. take it you're from the Caribbean originally? I am from the Caribbean. That's nice, seem very, very positive. You've been a great guest. Thank you very much, thank you. A good interview. My last question to you, if you could do your life journey again, what would you do different and why? Start younger. Being born younger or? No, just the things that I'm doing that I've done over the last 20 years, I would have done them earlier. And the overall, just a sneaky last question, we normally ask you what's the gift you want to leave the world? I believe you kind of answered that in your actions of what you're doing. What I will say to you is, no, I think I'll pass. I'll pass on that question. What gift but would I leave the world? Yeah. Keep going. You keep going? Keep going, yeah. Okay, Don't no. matter what the challenges are, keep going. That's, that's uh, Martin Luther King. If you can crawl, crawl. If you can walk, walk. If you can roll, roll. But keep whatever you do, don't stop going. Keep going. Keep and going. Yeah. Einstein's mom said to him, she never said, she never ever said to him, how was school? She always asked him, what questions did you ask today? And a lot of parents get stuck because uh, the child says, fine. All right, good. What was all right? But she always said to him, what questions, what questions did you ask today? I believe, Dorothy, now you've just talked to 7.5 billion people, you've left your gift. Look at you covering your mouth. <laughs> uh, a, I wish my audience was that much. <laughs> but the point is it goes out on the internet and everyone can listen to it. But I think that is the ultimate gift and for parents, what question did you ask today? I shall ask my children that question when I get home. What question did you ask today? Meaning, what did you learn? And that is a very true way to say You've gone silent now. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing. You've gone silent. Anyway. It works. I'm telling you, it works. I tried it on my daughter. It works. Okay. How old is your daughter? Oh, she's 24 now. But when but, she was younger. Yeah. I, I wasn't having this okay good yeah. and when I came across Einstein's mama I was like yes yeah you read that in what book the light his life a summary of his growing up his education how he struggled have you got any more little tidbits a bonus section I should say of what you do to teach children maths to get them to understand Math is one of those taboo subjects and a lot of people fear it but when they hear the tone of my voice, they've forgotten that they don't like maths. <laughs> I will make maths fun. Whether it's colours, I just don't write, we don't just write. But we can find ways of teaching, okay, take the child around their house. What can you tell me? What can you tell me that's in your house that looks like maths? And the conversation starts. And you'd be surprised by the time they finish, it's like, well, do I say anything? What else do I say? Because <laughs> they've grasped it. But miss, 
that's not math. I said, really? So how long did it take you to get dressed this morning? About, I said, so what are you doing? I'm working it out. I said, oh, so you're not doing maths then? Yeah, oh, am I? Oh, miss, yes, I'm doing maths. Maths can be fun. It doesn't have to be. What is three times three and what is 15 plus nine? Make maths fun where you are at. It starts in the home, that's where they are. I wish I had you as a teacher. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> I wish I had you. <laughs> That's I was you as a teacher. Reminder on closing. Right, one more little snippet. I, I really like your snippets. Give us one more little thing and then we're going to close up the interview. At what age? Any okay. age. Okay. What, right, what about teenagers? Because teenagers, they, they're usually difficult. Are teenagers more difficult yes. or younger? Okay. Yes. So give us one for teenagers. One for teenagers. Maths will always stare at you. You can never get away from it. You probably think sometimes when you haven't grasped the idea of math you need to keep going because it's around you you calculate it you use it and you need it so whatever you do in life maths is, you are surrounded by maths you can't get away with it and remember up to 18 you've got to keep learning it and pass it so that's like saying everything is binary it is maths is around you it's around you so teenagers make the most of it you'll regret it later I see too many that regrets maths I teach I've taught adults and they've regretted it wish if I'd done this when I was younger so you teach adults as well yeah I used to teach adult maths and I still do I teach nurses who are doing well when I say teach I do tuition to nursing students when they hit the second year they don't pass the drugs calculations, they can't move on to the third year. So I will teach that module, not the module, but I'll teach the maths to them so they can revise and pass. That's a market on itself. Yes. What you do, you align yourself with all the NHS facilities and the way you go. Definitely. Okay, remind everybody where we can find you again. I own education, Name the company. limited, and dot com. My business is II education limited okay well thanks a lot for that and we wish you well to all our listeners out Thank there you. i hope you appreciated that episode it was a bit longer than the 20 minutes but it's very informative and i learned a lot do not forget einstein's mother's question what did you learn what questions did you ask today that is the key <laughs> apart from that don't forget to listen to our sister podcast africa investor stories where we talk about and interview people who have invested in africa from around the world apart from that have a nice day we hope that episode enhanced your life we post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode